The Boiled Sports Handsome Hour is sponsored by Martin Vintage. Visit martinvintage.com for an excellent selection of classic Purdue t-shirts. Enter Boiled at checkout for 15% off. martinvintage.com And by AJ's. When you're in West Lafayette, visit AJ's on Vine Street for an excellent selection of beer, burgers, and beefy boilermakers. EatAJ's.com And by Gridiron Metal Works. For outstanding college-themed gifts for the metallurgical fan in your life, check out the grill grates, griddle grates, koozies, and much more from the handsome boys at Gridiron Metal Works. GridironMetalWorks.com I called it the handsome hour last week. I guess it's the basketball. Beat. You did. I I labeled it the basketball beat. You said the handsome hour. I put the handsome hour uh, music, or no, I put the basketball beat music over it. But I put the handsome hour bumper on top of it. We didn't know where we were last. We covered time. all our bases. Exactly. It's the Bull Sports Podcast Network, which we don't really promote anymore. But do you know where it is? Just smash yeah, come that on. Like button. Subscribe. We'll see Boiler Dads, quick casts. Hit the little bell on you YouTube. Seven hundred seventy views. Of a content game. guys well, it's the, it's it's march madness we can get this up yeah. to a thousand we can get this to 1500 we Let's can go, find guys. a thousand people who like Purdue. hey right. uh cheers fellas would you hey. would you mind just cheersing here just hey. real quick hey, hey. nice oops i might nice, have a logo uh, on it yeah there you go i said i was gonna put these on the site and then instead i drank bourbon yeah so correct i will get them on the site oh boy oh boy we got <laughs> double fist in Oh my! You can't. The, the nice part of the nice good. The nice part about this is that you can't tell what it is or how irresponsible of a pour this right. is. Mine right. has water in it, so oh sure, it sure. does. Sure it does. Mm-hmm. You've gone back to your vodka on ice days. There, there's uh, it features in a couple years. It features a locking lid here. It features a screw on top, and Boiler Dad loves. Listen to the freshness. You step right over my joke. He didn't even hear it. Oh, either. there you go. <laughs> Boiler Dad loves a screw on top. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> I mean, I like a screw on uh, anything. I mean, huh? <laughs> Not anything, but I, I mean, darn it. So enough of those. Enough players. cups of those. Hey, are these going to go live soon, Jay? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Just like this podcast. Right on time. I already said earlier that I was I committed to everybody on Twitter. I said I'll post these by the end of the day, like on Thursday, and then instead I drink bourbon. And so I, I know the IRS listens to the the handsome hour. We don't make I money on this. We Let's don't make any money, and we make so little money. Every time Jay like this, this is not a joke. This is not a joke. I, Every time Jay's like, he'll be like, he'll be like, hey man, I got this great idea for this promotional product. I'm like, sweet, and they're always really good items. They really are. Before I know anything, <laughs> he's sent out like seven for free to people. And then the <laughs> next one, he'll be like, he'll be like, hey, these things, they cost like 15 bucks. I'm going to sell them for nine. <laughs> it's like, it's like the drill. It's like the drill tweet. It's like food, $200, <laughs> like clothing, $50, candles, $3,000. Somebody help me. My children are starving. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Uh, hey, so whatever. I appreciate. I appreciate what Jay, Jay has made us into a. We're we're a benevolent organization. I think that's good. A benevolent organization. <laughs> I don't know if we're benevolent. We're just poor. We're just You're poor right. Poor. 
We right. have no business. Poorly run, correct. No, it's okay. But in all seriousness, we could we could chase Nichols. We're not going to do that. We're going to do that. No. No, we do if we the the more money we make, the more people expect us to do things, and right. thus we have run <laughs> entirely away from the money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we want to be a string budget. That's yeah. get a lot more, get a lot more cred, just like St. Peter's does. That thread you tweeted today, by the way, I just caught up on that. Oh I my gosh, is it awesome? Like, there's a thread in each about a couple. Like, I guess a former student manager tweets about what it was like for St. Peter's basketball over the it's years. Incredible. Like just how bad the, the conditions are in their gym and next how, to their how gym. How little resources they have. Yeah. Well, so like their their athletic budget, I think by athletic, I know that um, it was the, who did uh, UVA lose to the, the, the Golden Retrievers? UMBC. Whatever, UMBC. Yeah. Um, um, but like by athletic department expenditure, this was actually the great, the biggest upset in NCAA history. Um, oh, just because Kentucky is the top, and yeah, St. Yeah. Peter's is one of the lowest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the one, the stuff that I really like in that thread. One of them was like, we once had a basketball game canceled because of a leaky ceiling. We had <laughs> we could we couldn't practice some days because there was yoga class happening. Something like you like they had a what? game, or a, I think a game canceled because there was a, they rented out the the court and had a blow up had a jump ride there instead yeah <laughs> it's awesome like it's incredible wow look at this what's what do we what do we got here on time he says nine he'll be here sometime it's fine. it's fine it's fine for those listening boy out of the northwest but you can't take the northwest out of the boy oh the boy is back in the northwest what your boy it's a boy. Oh, it's a boy. <laughs> it's a Michael. I hope tunes in because he's been waiting to see you for years. One of so my weird. favorite people. Let's be honest. I, I like him more than I like two of the three people on this call. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. <laughs> I'll let we'll you guys figure coin. out which two they are. I'll let we'll you roll, out which we'll roll a dice. <laughs> I say that all the time <laughs> about my brothers. I'm like, I'll say it to my kids. I'm like, well, you know, you've got that one uncle that I don't like. And then I won't tell him. I just walk out of the room. You know, which with a jerk. I, you know, yeah, a jerk. I had an uncle who used to do that. He's like, I like five of my six nieces and nephews. <laughs> just, just throw that little grenade into the middle of everything. Yeah. See what goes on. Let him wrestle with it. It's great. Mm -hmm. So for those listening and not watching, Anisha's is here. Because you couldn't tell. Boiler yep. is here, and Michael just joined us. From the Pacific Northwest, apparently, and wearing—is that your St. Peter's T-shirt? What do you got on? No, yeah, this is my St. Peter's T-shirt. <laughs> I'm all in. <laughs> You're all, all in on the cocks, the peacocks. The <laughs> what else is new? Uh, so, I put up a, a a poll. I decided to to poll everyone on how they were feeling. Let me refresh this and see how we're mm -hmm. doing here. I don't know if you saw. I said for the show, please weigh in here on how you think Purdue versus St. Peter's will go Friday night, and their options were. Purdue with a big win, Purdue loses, or Purdue wins, but I'm scared. And right now we've I think got... it could still be A. Oh. <laughs> Do you think it could still be A? Yeah, you can be afraid and they still beat the hell out of that team. Oh, yeah, right. That's C. C. Yeah. That's C. That's C. That's C, I think. I think I, I'm shocked. What's funny now is we have 346 votes and 0 0.3 are saying Purdue loses. So that's good. 
So 56% say a big win. 43% say Purdue wins, but I'm scared. So Excellent. What could all, go wrong? Those are our people. Uh, did what you guys see? Go- I think my favorite, my favorite tweet in the last week is – I don't remember who said it, but it's awesome. He, he called uh, St. Peter's the Picos based on the pronunciation of Cockburn. <laughs> <laughs> The Picos, Picos, and I was like, "Dang it, that is brilliant!" It's good. It was well. It's literally my favorite stupid thing I read in a long time. I love it. Well, if we're if we're calling out if we're calling out sick burn Twitter tweets, I I never want to give Manish credit ever for being clever. No, but never. He usually stays away. Manish is usually good about staying away from. He doesn't too much on Twitter. He starts shit. He likes to play this. He's about to be like, no, I don't. But he no, I throw, I throw it all all of my, all of my sharp ones are in the group chat. I usually don't say in, and then he acts like I don't engage. He just, he just starts a brush fire. (laughs) He go to guy. (laughs) So, Anish said uh, on Saturday, was it Anish? You said yes, correct. Peters has more sweet sixteens. Than Fran McCaffrey. Yeah, that was awesome. That was Ooh, just incredible. That is, in, I I had no idea. Twenty six years. That man has years. been a head coach for twenty six years of real programs. Yeah. Now, again, his early programs maybe they weren't yeah, favored to. Like that, but they, maybe but, they weren't favored, but you can stumble into a Sweet Sixteen every now and then. I mean, even IU has had. Some <laughs> yeah. yeah, he is one. I think he's won his conference three times. 26 years he's won any conference okay. so like that includes his early ones in bed he's now i think he won a tie like you know a, a, a uh, tournament oh has he earned a so, tie so three times as head coach he has won the conference and has not reached the sweet 16 yeah, yeah. tremendous that is amazing. That's like tr- you got to try, right? That's that's when I start asking the questions. I'm not kidding about this. And we know <clears throat> Fran is a tightly wound stress case. But when a guy when a guy shows his nerves to his players, it starts oh. being reflected, right? And that Absolutely. that's got to be a case that in the huddle he is just a wreck. Uh, well, you used to say that you felt like painter's mm-hmm. nervousness the team lips, mm-hmm. but they often embody their coach, right? right and those Purdue right. teams tightened up the way he looked like he tightened up. And what was the credit we gave him a few years ago? He suddenly looked, even when teams were making run runs, he looked calmer. And then, yeah. wow, the team was calmer. And they thought, well, we'll get through this. Look at this. We right. got guys like him and Carson and people like that. Right. We're going to, we'll be all right. right. Our Lord and Savior, I've put him behind me. <laughs> Lord and Savior. He's, he's right back here, dear sweet Carson. You know, Carson was probably the best thing that could have happened to Matt Painter's career. Oh, my gosh. That's, you know, we were thinking about, I was thinking about this before, which was like, he was the guy that taught him how to coach players like Jaden, like how who taught him how to coach like wild loose cannons that eventually like you've got to rein in, but you've got to let them make their own mistakes and then have the teaching moment and kind of play through it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's what allowed him to trust his players as a coach. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, you know. Even Gene Caden, like coached with a lot of control over the team, and which was fine, really, for the most part, because those teams, with a couple exceptions, were not like the most talented teams in the Big Ten. So you needed like that discipline. But when you had someone who's like an otherworldly talent, like Carson or Jaden Ivy, 
you need to be able to to let loose and let your good players do good things. And mm. and Painter had to learn that lesson with Carson a couple of times before he completely embraced it. With it's I, it's an interesting thought exercise though because like I'm watching right now as we speak on BTN, you can tune into Purdue playing Kansas in in 1994. And if you think about the team, the players, the individual talents that were really guys that could take over a game under Katie, okay? Obviously, Glenn Robinson was one. It was one of those things where it was absolutely undeniable how good he was, right? But there were very few guys like Carson who were like, okay, you can tell this guy is super flammable. He's probably he's probably a great one, but we don't know yet. So we got to kind of let him, give him some rope to do some things. So when I think about the KD teams, I think you had a lot of guys that were system guys. Yeah. Right. So pretend for a second, Carson Edwards would have been on a Gene KD team in 2000 or 1999 when he was, he was starting to get better at the tournament at that point. He was taking things better. He says, what I remember, he says he talked to Mike Krzyzewski about how to handle the tournament. And one thing he said is handle it as three, two day tournaments mm-hmm. or three, four day tournaments. And so you go and say, let's win this weekend, right? And that was like a light bulb over the head of Katie. He's like, oh, wait a second. Okay, I haven't been – I've been thinking six games, right? And so now let's put Carson Edwards into that 1999 team or 2000 team. Would Katie have given some rope to him? I don't think he would have. I mean, Katie was – Katie was wound too tight, right? And Painter is Painter's a different kind of guy, especially now, which is like he's he's so much more relaxed. Even in interviews, like he he doesn't he it's gives he, he makes he was always he's always yeah. been a little self deprecating, but also he just takes it less, you know, like uh, not seriously, but he's he's so much less uh, intense all the time, he right? And. Him. He, he cracks friends. it. He cracks jokes during the sideline interviews, yeah, right. right? He was like, I did, I did, you know, they're like, what, what was the key for you in that first little stretch? Well, they missed a whole bunch of one and ones. I really right. hope they keep doing that or, you know, or like, you know, the he first of one about defense. And he said, I finally, I just hadn't coached defense for 30 games. <laughs> he said that in the press conference. He, they asked about the defensive effort against Texas. And yeah. I just, oh, he I just dunked on Oster tag guys. I think Purdue's going to win this game. <laughs> No, on BTN, they're replaying the Kansas game. One of four games that BTN replays of all sports. That's totally the greatest highlight of all time. Yes. I love that highlight because then Ostertag daps him up. Yes, afterwards. it's the I best. That. That's, that's Robinson's trying trying to be pissed off and mean, right? And he, it yeah. completely gets def- diffused. I like. I, I we talked about this. I love Robinson's smile because he can't help it because Ostertag yes. clearly says something like, "Man, right. that was, that was that's not awesome. bad. You're, you're pretty <laughs> good." Let's remember how big of a human being Greg Ostertag was. Right. 7-1, right? 7-1 in like built like a farm boy. You know what I mean? Like he just farm boy strength. An Eastern block farm boy. Right. (laughs) By the way, don't mess with them. When you think about coaches kind of exuding calm and their team following it, it's a nice little segue into Shaheen Holloway in St. Peter's because man, that dude looks so steady on the sidelines. And then yep. I love his interviews too, where they're like, you, you don't seem nervous. He's like, why? This is fun. This is a basketball tournament. Right. Like, it's that's basketball. literally what, what we do. Basketball. Yeah. It's so yeah. fun. Like he's already got the Seton Hall job. It's so cool. I love that. Again, it's why I root for um, I want them to know. announce it like tomorrow. I think it'd be great. Right? <laughs> they should they should announce it yesterday. They should ask the players, be like, what do you think? Isn't isn't it bad yeah, that they're ditching? Coach? Yeah. 
Meanwhile, Kevin never practice anymore. Is meanwhile, he coach Friday? Yeah. Kevin Willard, who is fine, but his has coached Seton Hall for like 13 years or something yeah. like that. He's incredible. Has now at this point, I think Shaheen, Shaheen Shaheen Holloway has won more tournament games right. than Shaheen Kevin Holloway Willard. Would have been That's a, a weird hire, hire, by the way. Kevin Willard, I loved him on SCTV. See, that's like Fred that. Willard. Fred, oh, gosh. That's his brother. Yeah. No, Fred you, Willard. There's, there's like five Christ. people who got that joke. <laughs> yeah, they're all on the podcast right now. <laughs> I beg your pardon. People know who Fred Willard is. He's, uh, he's a comic mastermind. He is. I love him. He is. But I, I do think it's interesting that Maryland was like, you know, we're a Big Ten school. We're Let's the only Big poach. Ten school out on the Atlantic coast. Uh-huh. We're in kind of a recruiting yeah. hot grounds. You know what we need to take us to the next level? The dude that's been coaching S- Seton Hall to mediocrity for the last thirteen years. <laughs> if you're Absolutely. gonna, if you're gonna take a play, I mean, like honestly, I thought Ed Cooley was like a should have been a candidate, right? Yeah. Ed Cooley's awesome, right? Yeah. Right. Well, how is he better than how, how's how's I mean, to be fair, how's Willard better than than Turgeon? Turgeon at his best was aggressively mediocre, but like you know, he nobody right. nobody in the country underachieves quite like Mike Turgeon. You. I'm not asking oh, you, Anish. I know nobody. Nobody. That's it. Let's not. Let's let's let's. By the way, before we leave the Fran ineptitude topic, I also just want a little shout out to Brad Underwood, who's hot on his heels, trying to trying to run up the same sort of record. He's hey, talk about doing. Less with more. He's had a lot of good players come through there. At least he won the conference. I mean, like in the tournament, absolutely underachiever. At least well, he won the conference. But let me let me just say that's what I think because I got into a couple back and forth, and and I've been trying to avoid social media with Purdue fans who are, and I, I've I've seen it in the BS thread a few times. People being negative about Painter and about this team and about yeah. like how far the program goes and how oh, they always grab out in the Sweet Sixteen. Do you look at the programs who can't even make a sweet season? No. Like you know what like, though? This, I'm not this saying is not like, a lot more, but but man, like this could is old be man wisdom. I just my dad just left. He, he came over for dinner and we we're talking about the next two recruiting classes. I'm really excited about the next two classes. And um and he says he says something about painter. I said, I gotta tell you, I'm happy that painters produce coach. Like I'm just happy. I, I hope Purdue goes to the final four. I hope they get over the hump this year. But I'm just happy that we've got a guy, you know, like he does some things that piss me off and all of us. But like on the big stuff, I love this mm. guy. I don't, we don't have to make any apologies for what Matt Painter is. Have you? I mean, have isn't you that, ever... isn't that the best thing? And he, yeah. and he wins a ton, a shit ton of games. Listen, <laughs> this is like, that's not a, that's not a, I don't know if you guys have ever heard me put that, those words together. It's incredible how many games Matt Painter wins. It's incredible. And it that's probably the main reason we say how can have they avoided the final four? Because they win so damn how, many how games. How do you not trip into one with that many yes. wins? Right. Right. Well, here we go. Here's the the door is open. Doors open. I, is it? I'm only I'm, I'm taking I'm taking it one game at a time. Oh. I think each is a one game tournament. Thank you, Anish. I'm, Thank I'm you. not ready. I'm not ready to move away from Illinois quite yet because I want to get a out. <laughs> To the most unhinged fan base, Illinois Twitter. Like, they congratulations, believe. you absolute nut jobs. Like, <laughs> imagine what you do during the day. 
there was a whole thread of this guy just like all up in his feelings. And I don't know if it was a guy, but I know it was a guy <laughs> who was oh, all yelling at Jeff Goodman about not having Co- Kofi Cockburn in his top four or whatever, Naismith. Like, what an unjust thing. And it's like, you guys are just being tremendous. Tremendous work here, like. But they they tremendous. so I have a friend who grew up in Chicago, went to Purdue, and he has always told me that Illinois fans, and I never really thought about this. I just he just said they they've always believed football and basketball that they are a different level program than they are. They they think that they are like beyond Big yeah. Ten pro. They think they're yeah. in a blue blood. Yeah. They really do about Absolutely. both sports. But it's and not it's, that they think that they're the next level of. They think they're like three levels above what they actually are. Because what has Illinois like ever done in football or in basketball? Right. They had Bill Self make a good team with Darren Williams once. They needed, they needed, once. They needed a boilermaker to take him to the to Yeah, the correct. That correct. was a, such a long time ago. Yeah. That was such a like and that was one time. It wasn't like, well, that was that was a six year stretch of Illinois just yeah. dominating the Big Ten. Dude, and they had three <laughs> pros on that team, didn't they? Three, the final fourteen? Yeah, yeah, I think so. They were I really, mean, they were really, so, really good. So, congratulations, fighting Illini Twitter for just being, for making like Duke fans, stupid. IU fans, Ohio State See, fans, Michigan fans all look like normal, regular running run of the mill fan base. But like, if you look around the Big Ten, how many of those coaches? And we say Big Ten because that's who we watch the most. So, like, mm-hmm. whatever. But like. You look around the Big Ten, how many of those coaches would you like be embarrassed to have as your coach? Like at least for a little bit, like yelling at his players during a, a timeout or, you know, in a press conference saying something stupid or losing early or, you know, flopping, you know, uh, flopping in a season. I mean, like you got Shrewsbury, who's who's a painter guy. And then you got Painter, and maybe um, who's the interim at uh, at Maryland, oh, who they probably yeah. should have hired. Um, oh, oh no, no, um, Danny Manning. Sort of... Danny Manning. Yeah, yeah. where he is? I'm he was there. Now I don't know where he is. Well, he can take right. an assistant job at Purdue right. if he wants. Be an assistant coach. <clears throat> I mean, like I again, Danny Manning would have been a better hire than Kevin Willard. I don't get it. Oh, anyway, yeah. Painter is like it's it's. So awesome because you never have to worry. He's ever like Jay and I were talking about this, um, like separate. He is every coach's favorite coach, and he's every reporter's favorite coach to interview. And to me, it's like that's great. That's how you get everybody on your side. That's how you get Sports Illustrated and Pat Forty writing a you know cover story on like, hey, Purdue is this the year? Like with Jaden on the cover. Um, I mean, pulling and, and away like, from Rick Pitino long enough to write a feature on. Hey, Iona's not Iona's not in the tournament. Hey, you know, in Maryland, Maryland could have just leaned in and hired Rick Pitino, by the way. That would have been amazing. It would I, gonna. I would have watched every Maryland game next season if they would have done that. Uh, um so uh in the one game at a time mantra, we have uh St. Peter's in Philadelphia. It's gonna be a road game. Like I know that oh, I think yeah. Purdue, it's I think, gonna be the it's gonna be the most hostile crowd they face in the tournament regardless of how far they go oh in the tournament for sure like it's going to be up there with like Rutgers like the Rutgers game um like uh the I think I don't think um I think Michigan was pretty disappointing I think state was pretty disappointing actually I'd say like oh IU obviously Illinois Illinois, that was another great one but like the St. Peter's fan it's 
it's not even about like the St. Peter's fans because you know. No, but it's, it when you're a 15 playing in the Sweet right. 16, the groundswell, right? Everyone wants you to. Play. And right outside of Jersey, right. I mean, like it's it's a basketball mecca of the United States. They run New, New, run yeah, New Jersey, exactly. Hey, we love you. And everybody knows that that the general Philly area is just full of really warm, kind, exactly, uh, easygoing people, good sports fans. So I good think people, good people. There's no doubt. It's a great environment. Like you, that Purdue has to go to Zahidi early and just put a cushion in him immediately. I mean, like that's it. Like There's, it can't get close. You can't bring the crowd in it. You can't let the crowd. Um, you know, into this because if they do, this is a this is a cushion and Zach Eady. Is that what cushion Zach Eady yeah. with the cushion? Thank yes, you. inside. Yes, I correct. There isn't even really anything to talk about strategy wise with this game. It's don't ride the horse that brought you. That's no, no, not, not in a sense that like Purdue should like definitely win. It's definitely a win. All I'm saying is like it's just very clear when you have when their center is six foot seven, right? Right. <laughs> Like all you do is you feed six ten guys. They got two well, six so, ten guys, by the way, and nobody's listed as a center, which is interesting. Well, so uh, Texas six ten guys come off the bench, I believe. And, well, one's and a freshman, and one's a sophomore. Yeah, one of them so. hardly ever plays. I don't yeah. think they play very much. They're, and yeah. how Texas got into foul trouble was this exact way: they didn't have any um, size because, like, so first, shout out to Purdue for just taking care of business, right? Beating I mean, like. Beard. We, how do we go 25 minutes so we haven't talked about oh. beating Chris Beard? Great. I mean, great. what a great removal of a monkey. Continues to, to slay demons of his over the last yep. few tournaments, right? Yep. Like, yep. we're going to throw out pandemic years. Last year was, you know what first round upsets happen? It happens to every, ask Kentucky. But but this team has just gotten so much better at, at overcoming the things that Painter yep. could never get through. And Chris Beard, man, that was the. You, we can all admit, right? We were scared to hell that he was going to just come in with a game plan that figured out Purdue. Well, you know what he's going to do. Great coach. Yeah. What? You know what Beard is going to do. He's going to put pressure on all positions. He's going to play tough defense. But, but and that's I mean the thing. But my, weren't you surprised, though, that I thought it took Beard. How did it take him so long to decide to double Trey? Once it was clear Purdue couldn't shoot because Purdue could not shoot, why not did, double down low? Did you, did you hear Painter talk today about this idea? No. This was great. So, you know, you, you know the I think they're almost daily now, the press, you know, they, yeah. they come to the press. Yeah. But the but um somebody asked Painter if he was at all surprised at the amount of fouls, and he said he said no. He said it's really it's really an outcropping of teams coming in saying, We're not gonna double, we're just not gonna do it. And then they realize, oh shit, these guys are huge and strong, and we've we cannot physically stay with him. So we're telling them, do everything you can to stop him from getting to the basket. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you've got a guy with three or four fouls. Right. And so beard, I think went at it saying, be physical with this guys, but we can play one-on-one with them. And then they really realized in reality, they can't. Even, right. even at Texas, even at Texas tech, when he had, um, you know, the Jared Culver and like the handful of like huge six, seven wings, like NBA level wings. He didn't double. I mean, like that's really right. not what um, Chris Beard does. They trap in key situations and they clog the lane. So they over help, but they don't really double. So they that's have, why Jaden switches where they stick with the switch, don't they? Mm, yeah. Really, so they'll switch. And then that smaller guy will stay with the larger player for a long yep. time. 
Mm-hmm. And I was watching a whole methodology, all these different types and beer just kind of revolutionized this idea, which I think is a, is that an NBA idea that trickled down or am I wrong about that? You have to have the athletes, you have to have the length right. and you have to have the athletes, which is why it's usually not done in college. Yeah. And yeah. Beard also never really plays with a center, right? Right. Like even again, even as Texas Tech teams, again, that might have been uh, you know, at Texas he might get some of these seven foot freak athletes. But, you know, at Tech, he didn't really play with the center. So what he was doing was stacking wings, stacking wingspan and making timing so weird. Like point guards rely on rhythm, like to to um navigate the pick and roll to see when the lanes are open they take away that because they're like Dowd said their switches are so randomly timed and they never double and they're always physical with wings which is why it was a perfect recipe to stop Jaden Ivey right but the problem so on one hand on one hand one of the things that the NBA on one of the things that the NBA um said like when you look at scouting reports of Jaden He's like, he's not in a system that features him because Purdue has a whole second offense based on two of the better post scores in the country. Right. So you can't just do the Carson Edwards thing where you, you know, play perimeter oriented, you crash the offensive class and you get back quick on defense. Right. Which ideally would be Jaden's like feature offense. But the way to win is what we did this time, which is when Texas is built to take away Jaden Ivy, you dump it down to Trey and you clear out. And you, again, you clear out in a way that Travion isn't even tempted to throw that turnover prone pass. He just relies on the fact that he's huge. We, again, I think we've gotten spoiled with Zach Eady. We don't realize that Travion Williams is like 6'10", 280. Like he's but a 6'10", 280 man. with a wingspan that's freakish, right? Huge. And hands that are like that, like as big as my form. That's the... He's, 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 yeah, his hands are excellent. So, I mean, like he was, and I, I feel like we've been very hard on him. I believe over the last month for good reason, but we don't win that game. Purdue does not win that game without him. We, Purdue saw the best version of him and Purdue's going to need that again. Um, you know, especially against, you know, the next round, but just to put St. Saint Mary, St. Saint Peter, St. Vincent's, whoever, whatever St. we're playing in the next round away. The, the, the thing you you bring up an interesting point to me. You said we don't win the game without Travion playing the way he did, right? I'm not misquoting. Okay, so mm-hmm. so let's look at this real quickly. Purdue won by 10 points, but without multiple performers playing the way they did, Purdue doesn't win that game. Purdue doesn't win that game without Ethan Morton playing the way he did. Oh. Purdue doesn't lose win that game without this is one that um, uh, without first coming in, hitting Amazing. a big three. Big and that's that's Minutes. ice water, by the way. Those are hard shots. Purdue doesn't win that game without um, – there's one other guy that um, that I think played exceptionally that doesn't get a lot of credit. Uh, oh, Mason Gillis didn't fill oh. the, the stat box. He had a play, though, guys. They had a great baseline view, and you're looking at, I think, Trey and one of Texas's bigs battle for the ball, and Gillis sprints at a 50-50 ball with two ginormous humans and comes away with it. I was like, oh, I love it. I love it so much. But this is the whole thing about this team. Like, we can give credit to the guys that are easy to give credit to all day long. Mm -hmm. There are so many guys that played important, imperative roles in that game. And they got a comfortable length. 
that is the depth that we were talking about at, at yeah. the beginning of the season. Because yeah. Yeah. Gil, we, we knew Gillis wasn't going to score 20 points a game. We knew Morton wasn't going to score 15 points a game. We knew we knew all of those things. But when we talked about depth, we talked about how there are multiple players at multiple positions who know their role and can play their role in a really effective way so that it doesn't come down to can I be score 40 points and beat this team or can we throw the ball in the post, you know, 50 times a game. And so what – where we sort of where the team sort of had some struggles in the last month is that the, you looked at the box score and, and it was like ed got his trey got his Jaden got his and then everyone else had six points right. and like two mm-hmm. rebounds four fouls and two turnovers right it was one of those things and what you're seeing with these games especially in the texas game is that the role that we needed gills to play all season morton to play all season like that is there. Now the only piece that's kind of missing is Stefanovic is mm-hmm. just a broken toy at this point. I don't know what's going on there. It might be the wrist. Maybe he's just going through a cold streak, but like literally everybody else went in and did their job. And I think that goes back to Brandon Newman in the big 10 tournament, getting in there and doing his job. He made good passes. He hit open shots and he didn't do anything else. And, and that, Maybe that energy is is infectious. I don't know. But Why I love the Big Ten tournament, and I always am excited. For it's the, the team greatest. And he sold it to me. I am convinced it is a very worthwhile tournament. You know what? It pales in comparison to the Crossroads Classic. True. Uh, Fair enough. Fair point. Good job, Michael. Two of my favorite events, all wrapped up in a bow. You know, I, I really appreciate the Crossroads Classic because it's the one thing that like Butler, Notre Dame, IU, and Purdue fans all agree on. Yeah, we, we all hate it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, so Sasha, like, that's the thing is like, you know, all of these players stepping up is really, you know, in Sasha's stead because, like, you know, we wouldn't need those threes if Sasha kind of was there. It would have right. been, you know, right. an even bigger win in the first round if Sasha was, you know, hitting threes early. Um, you know, Sasha had some three, some good looks in Texas, but I think other people stepped up. I think, you know, and first of all, people are extrapolating his uh, struggles a little bit too far. He was awesome through February. And that's kind of when you like even be kind of, yeah, I think the end of February, beginning of March was when mm-hmm. he started to hit that cold streak. But he's still bring up Todd Singer's comment here. I think this is a big deal. Which um, one? Yeah, this one right at the top. Oh, it's about his injury. So, oh, so yeah, he had a three for six game after the injury. Yes. And this is so, so LBD, you guys know the brains of the operation here over in the, uh, I think everybody knows right. the brains. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody gets it, but he'll bring stuff up to me. It's awesome. Like we'll start talking about the, cause I'll say, Oh, that disc, that's that dislocated pinky really matters. And he's running that curl and the quick re- release and he's got to catch and, and shoot it. It really matters. And it's shown and blah, blah. And he says, he says, wait, 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 wait. He said, after he was injured, he went 50% in the game, and he brings that up. That's, that's a big deal. So I got to tell you, I think adrenaline plays a big part of what you know how much pain you feel versus don't feel. I also think there are certain magic medicines they can inject into your parts that do – Awesome things, but at the same time, this is a basketball podcast. Down, yeah. oh, we're not talking about ED, huh? Tragic um, medicines injected into parts. All right, let's get back on track. All right, sorry, I'm back here. Pill. I'm back here. I'm back in the basketball. But the whole thing is that Sasha, regardless of the reason, someone asked the question in the margin. They said, 
is something wrong mentally? Is there a bigger issue? And I don't want to get into that. I don't think it really matters. Like Anish was alluding to, there's a bigger thing happening. Sash just isn't shooting well, regardless of the reason why he isn't shooting well. And here's the thing. We all want to see Sash, Sash bombing, uh, and he's not doing it right now. Painter has made it very, very clear for all the people that have questions out about this. Uh, yes, uh, it was the IU game, by the way. Um, he was three for six, I believe. So, um, but Painter's made this very clear that Sasha does not play only because of his ability mm -hmm. to shoot. Sasha, yep. he says, is the coach on the court as well. Mm -hmm. He's the guy that understands the plays better than anybody. He's the guy that knows where everybody should be at all times. Even if he's not throwing, he's. A, I think he's the best passer on the team when he's effective. I know he had a bad game last game, but I still think he is extremely important because of the fact he can say, hey, we're not doing what we're supposed to do at this situation, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't think there's any chance you'll see Painter pull him, remove him. From no, he'll the start again. Lineup. He'll start. You don't, mess, you don't mess with lineup. And Painter doesn't do that things that way, right? I mean, No, but, but Painter, another way he's grown was I was so impressed with the he, – he, this he's a master of now using the guys early in the season, knowing – that he's going to need them later, not riding Sasha to the end saying it's, it's not working and putting in Morton and first, first who had some complete zero minute games mm -hmm. stretch, right? He's Multiple. playing crucial minutes yes. crucial, and doing it. Well, no, yeah. I mean, no obvious by, by the way, two like, years from now, remember that because that this, that is when this pays off. Right. Yeah. I mean, Absolutely. like these minutes, pay off then oh, yeah. you know and so it's the, uh, the other part of this is um like his length on the other side of it sasha's not a great defender but his length at least gives them more of a chance particularly against yeah in size i mean like he's just a big dude right Honestly, you, just, you keep playing him you keep playing him you keep you keep shooting and like because you know not... what he's gonna when he Goes when he finds it again. Yes, he'll 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 drop eighteen points in a game. Well, that's, that's one game of my changes for Friday. Okay, is that Purdue uses the formula that has worked and should work against this size team, right? Just ch yeah. chip away at them, do the, what they did to Yale, just yep. just grind, and then let Sasha shoot for a while. Like that's my dream: is he hits three or four threes against St. Peter's and feels wow. Okay, I know. I'll say my dream is a little diff different, Jay. My dream is not. St. Peter's dream. My dream is versus UCLA. He hits <laughs> three of six because he if he can come back in, I'm not asking for something that, that is, is a far off dream. Yeah. Yeah. We're asking for something we know he's capable of. Oh, and if yeah. he does that, remember, let's not forget the best version of this Purdue team is very deep and shoots the three very well. And let's, this isn't like just funny business, Purdue fan stuff. Purdue was one of the best three point shooting teams in America until February. Okay, so right. we're not talking out of our asses here. Mason Gillis now has become Ryan Smith I mean, with the pump thing, but... which is funny, right? Right? They're like he gets it. And he's like, okay, you're like, just pull the trigger, Mace. When you've got space, pull up. It's all right, right? But right. this whole team has kind of withdrawn to the point where they're not super comfortable. They can get there again. They are not playing a completely fluid brand of offense right now. They can get there, and they can get there in this tournament. That's so the, it's the downside of like the emphasis that it looks like everybody's put on them that turnovers are the right. be all end all. 
right? Because a bad, a bad shot, a bad shot and a long miss, you know, a long miss rebound immediately into transition is as bad as a turnover, right? Mm -hmm. That's where a lot of the defensive numbers have actually got like the defensive bad numbers have gotten a little bit deflated, right? Which is like, I would like to see if we could just sort out like half court defense versus uh, transition defense in kind of numbers like Ken Palm, right? Because I bet the bottom falls out in the transition defense for Purdue because they're just not. Built that's been your that. thing all season. You've said that since January, really. And so it like, that's why you're seeing him. You're seeing Mason kind of, instead of pull the trigger, you're seeing him pump fake and then rotate it because he knows, Hey, maybe we can get it, you know, make a good post look by Sasha. But also, or something like is not a three point shooter. Like he's, he's a wait, guy wait, 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 a high wait. percentage, but he is not like, he is not. He a, is though. He is. And statistically at one point, he was one of the best three point shooters in America. So we can't that's really, right. I don't think. But his, really his identity, that. I think. But his, uh, but, his identity is not like. Yet. Tied to that. Shot. So, Gosh, so he's, he's a bomber though, man. I mean, like, and he he's should so be good. like, yeah, he, I think, I, I think in the next two years. You're gonna no, see him. It's already here, man. That, that, that part of his game is already I, here. I it's never, here. I never thought I would think about him as a four-year, four-year college player and like a really like cool prospect for like a deep round role player for the NBA. But he's like on that track. The the jump he took with his shot, I think, also surprised him. Which is what I think Michael's point is: is that he's not yet in the mind frame where he is that. Like in his mind, he's a shooter and shooter. Like he's also, a three and D guy. Right? Also, there's a switch that goes from being an opportunistic three point shooter mm-hmm. and being a shot seeker and he's been an excellent opportunistic three point yeah shooter. i agree well with that. i can and, i can and, and when when we started like running some sets to get him a shot like that's just a different a different thing for him and I, that's what i think the change is going to be over the next two years is he'll get there next year yeah like in that role so um, when, Purdue, when purdue makes a final four and is a real contender which is two years from now I think they might make the final four this year right now, the way I'm leaning, but the they're going to, they're, they're a real contender in two years. This team in two years is terrifying. It's, it's the one that I think we've been waiting for that has depth. And really? Mission. Yeah. Yeah. Two years, two years. So two no years. Edie, no Edie. Cause I you think, assume he's back at, at most. He's back. One he's year. back I next he's year. Back yeah. 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 Which will be super fun. Oh, that team's going to be a problem. Gillis, Gillis and Morton's team, guys, yeah. I'm telling you, that's one that you'll have every itch scratched for the wide Purdue band, meaning you'll have people that just love the grinder and the guy that is the chip on his shoulder. You'll have plenty of that. You'll also have very skilled guys and these freshmen that come in that year who can match up with and about anybody. I, my, my best version of that team when I look into my crystal ball is that um darn nabbit the guy with three names who's going to be the the point guard if he can put on about 15 to 20 pounds in the next year and a half two years holy shit that's 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 a scary good team was it uh langhorn drake gibbs longhorn so i mean i think we can talk like you know how does this team match up to 19 i think i think this is the best purdue team i've ever seen to be honest right now yes but that's right Right now now. but that's that's my opinion but but in general, you're looking at a streak of time, even just going back to 2019, like. But further, really, where the, where Painter has this team playing at like a great level, and then 
the team has an opportunity every like couple of years yep. to yep. be exceptional. Because I agree with you, two years from now, that team is going to be really scary. Yep. And yep. Now, this team like, right now is really scary too. And that's the thing. Team is like, really it's really that easy. Team was really scary. Yeah. Well, no, mm-hmm. not really. Not really. That team wasn't scary really, all year. Carson Edwards was really scary. Carson. He showed right? uh, Carson showed us in the tournament what that team as a scary team looked like. Yes. That looked like that MF are pulling up from like 35 feet and just right. nailing it. That's, like, that's the thing. Carson and Klein made that team scary, but yeah. the other parts are like, oh, that's a Purdue team. It's a great team. It was a great defensive Purdue team, team, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, but the year before, that's the scary version of it's, it's almost to Painter's ideal, but it's not quite there. I think two years from now, it's ideal. It's I mean, the next step. It's the yeah. but the 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 thing with I I don't quite understand the painter detract, detractors right, which is no like I don't you get every year, uh, yeah. I mean, like it's not first of all, it's not like we haven't nitpicked painter to death like sure. here on this sure. podcast, but uh, he every year it's top three in the Big Ten. Every year the expectation is Sweet Sixteen. Right. And how many programs in the country have that expectation year in and year out for a decade, for two decades, maybe five to 10, if you're being generous, which is, and how many of those aren't blue bloods, right? I mean, like Purdue is not a blue blood. They're all blue bloods. They're all blue, all blue and maybe Michigan State if you don't count them as a blue exactly. Blue. You get, and you get the new blue. Bloods, I, I, right? Do you think that this that's a blue blood? Don't you? Probably. They're the new. They're it's the new blue bloods, right? right. Which is new but money. new money. Yeah, but like you know, like you like UConn. I don't know if you count them, but like you know, not anymore. Duke, North Carolina, um, Kansas, Kentucky. These are the programs, and so and so now Purdue. This is these Zaga. are the moments where you've got to make those runs. And again, I'm joking. We take it one game at a time, but oh my gosh, it's like, it's, it's here. It's right here. Just walk through it. Let me ask you something. Just as we're talking about two years from now, what would a final four, because we've always said painter is beloved, respected. He recruits well. Now he knows how to go after the right kinds of guys for his program, but we've all said, right. It changes the game if you are a Final Four program as far yes. as recruit makes recruiting much easier, and he's already good at it. What does a Final Four change about those next few years? It does it. It doesn't add pressure, doesn't it? Release pressure because oh yeah, you'll have for made, painter. It does. I mean, Purdue for Villanova, you, right? Right? Villanova. To me, that's the that's the comparison. Villanova and Jay Wright is the comparison. That's yeah. where I want Painter to be in five years. Is to the point oh, where they're yeah. like, yep, you know what Painter does? You know what defines Always them there this every year? Always a threat to be there. Yep. yep. Speaking, I mean, like speaking of the non-Blue Bloods that are on this list, Gonzaga, Villanova, like these are excellent coaches. These are excellent yeah. programs. These are coaches that are nationally respected. Like these are the people that we are in conversation with. So what does a Final Four do? I mean, we've already seen what all of this winning does to Painter. It has loosened it up beyond anything. So like, wow. So I think what it does is it helps solidify what the winning image of a Purdue team looks like. Because uh, it's upon that. I I need more clarification what you're saying. Like, Purdue for my entire childhood and most of my adulthood has been defense first, offense as it comes Mm -hmm. for the Mm -hmm. most part. And this team has taken the next step by having exceptional offensive talent and pulling that together to say, like, we're going to still play the 
Please see that guy. Totally, totally. Keep going, keep going. You're yeah, on a roll. You're, you're on a roll. roll. It's good. Uh, good. These Purdue teams, like, taking, like, those defensive principles and then having an offense around that or recruiting the right talent. Because mm-hmm. Peter will tell you, he gets shooters, he gets bigs, yep. he gets – like, he knows, like, that then solidifies into, like, a cake. Like, that's now, like, a thing. Mm, that Painter eats. Mm-hmm. And it shows that it works because – we have a final four to show for it. I probably had something amazing to say, but John Faker just jumped from the top. Yeah, the he, he totally, he totally threw the comedian. Mark Few is a great coach. But Listen, John, every coach has its has their things the, that they're the weakness. Bl- I always say blind spots, right, Michael? A blind spot. <laughs> His blind spot is right in front of him, his lower lower oral hygiene. Yeah, well, not- bathroom mirrors are out. He's a Pacific Northwestern so. guy. I mean, dude, he looks like Skeletor. <laughs> I mean, he makes how many millions of years that dude make? Put on some invis- Invisalign, Chief. Let's make this happen. Uh, Skeletor. That's why you can't get to a national championship because of those chicklets, brother. <laughs> chicklets. Oh, yeah, there was a good point somewhere, but you got lost. We yeah. lost it. It doesn't matter. That was John Faker crushed that. Uh, man, it's here. Oh, and here's the thing. About Final Fours. Here's the thing. Nobody will care that we didn't have that Purdue didn't have to go through Kentucky oh. or a number one seed. Nobody's like gonna care. Nobody I love it. It doesn't matter. Blame You're right. Team. Purdue's lucky. You're right. Oh no. Sure. For, 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 well, how many wins? times? Okay, care. Jay and I. We go. We're we're older. Okay. We can remember. I can right away. I can remember a couple teams where it felt like the pathway was paved for them, and they did shit with it. Right? This is a case where you're like, the pathway is paved. Just, just go on the walk. Just That's walk. all you have to do. Just, just play your speed. But Purdue has always been built to play extremely well in conference and then underperform in the tournament. And this is the first Purdue team that I can think of that is built to underperform in conference and play extremely well out of it. It wasn't built to underperform in conference. Okay. But they're not they're not they're not built. They're not they're not built in the way that for like, Big Ten ball. They weren't for built to ball. shit themselves versus Wisconsin. Okay. That was not by design. Oh wait. It's okay. Wisconsin repaid the favor in the you tournament. Right, they Wisconsin. did. They did. Wisconsin playing two games in Milwaukee and with the first game starting and them being like, Wisconsin has a huge contingent here. And they kind of looked shaky in their first game oh against gosh. Colgate. Yeah. They look kind of shaky. Speaking and of toothbrushing. What, 49 points in their second game? That is I think, I think Brad Davison airballed his last shot or something. Oh, like you hate to see it. More than hating to see it. Senior yeah. class award finalist, Brad Davison. Who's the Iowa player? Bohannon. Those two played against same, Hummel. Same. I swear they did. I swear both of them played against Hummel. <laughs> no, Wisconsin just has like a factory where they like crank out 6-6 six, six white dudes who have no nothing going on except – Dirty I, play, and then they forgot. My, they didn't flip. Breaking the guys. Purdue beat Kansas. Break. Purdue oh. beat Kansas in 90, uh, 92, 93, 93, 94. 94. I think it was my head for that game, and the first time ever. That uh, was what by the way, and then you down, just uh, decided that you liked it, and so you kept it. Is that, that what Can you bring up a uh, strong head? Yeah. Can you bring up uh, Nish Mitch Wright's comment a, a few minutes back uh, about I seeing Painter? At he says, uh, 
Mitch Wright says, I will always remember seeing Painter at the Chinese buffet place that used to be across from Mackie. He made sure to get his money's worth. Yes. Yes, Mitch. Yes. Thank you, this Mitch. Is the, this is the Painter that we needed this year. That's you know what? I wasn't worried when we saw Painter in his first press conference. You and we were that. like, this is, is, this is the year, guys. <laughs> this is, is the it? year. Good things are happening. And then, and then they asked, speaking of having Painter versus having all of these other coaches, and then they put together that perfect pack, the perfect just clip package with the perfect question. Hey, if you had to cook dinner, what would you cook? And everybody was like, I'm terrible. Take out maybe some terrible burgers on the grill. And Painter, and, and Painter was like, what in the beef house do you want? You order anything off the beef house menu, baby. Yeah, just name your like name to register, and he's like, the first thing we're gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> I can do no, I think what he said was I can pretty much do anything you want. Whatever you want, whatever you just need. supreme confidence. So yeah. I tweeted at him today. I was hoping that I'd get a little interaction with the coach. I don't think he runs his painter his uh, Twitter account. What? what? I actually think I threw, he out, I threw out some chum in the water, literally. I was you offered like, your butt from what I house. You exactly. offered your butt. Yes, I offered my butt to him. <laughs> And a bacon wrap butt rejected me, and it hurt. He, I, I think he runs his own account because I think he checks it four times a year. Yeah. And when he does tweet, it's always like, it's always the stuff that you would expect, like a coach who's not comfortable with Twitter to tweet. Right. <laughs> Just recruited. Great visit. Great. Yeah. Hashtag spoiler up. Program yeah. graduate players. Hashtag yeah. hammer down. And then it's like you don't hear from him until like July right, right. 17th. Why have we never used Handel's uh, nickname there? He says because because we because we're yeah, nice we and we talk around. Yes. We talk around the fat painter theory. Right, fat painter is the best painter. We all say it is it. the best. I mean, like, and those really two terrible years were when he got in shape. Yeah, and we because it's he's just not happy, and when he's not happy, we don't we don't need him. We need him happy and focused, and he's happy when he's with. He's happy when he's got a rack of ribs. I love how you're trying to avoid it. You're trying to avoid all of of my jokes on this subject are things I don't want to put out into the universe. Right, exactly. Keep my mouth shut. Right, but I endorse painters. I'm good with it. It's good. Lean in. So, so I pulled up Matt Painter's Twitter account because it's a work of art, and uh, and his name, not his handle, but his name, is Purdue's Matt Painter. Just in case you were confused, <laughs> with the other one searching for the, the other, other Matt Painter. They were looking for the Curtis Painter, the former Purdue quarterback. Yeah, not him. Yeah, I love it. It's great. And he's there was a like, picture of. Going around because they've been like going through all of the Colts quarterbacks in the last decade. Of I forgot when Curtis Painter had long blonde hair. Oh yeah, how could you? Just tremendous. Tremendous. By the way, Ken Ken K says that Triple X should add a fat painter burger. Mm. I like that. You gotta get. I think every burger and every meal at Triple X is named in conjunction and agreement with that person. And I don't think Painter wants to admit this. In fact, in fact, I don't <laughs> think he likes think. these jokes. Like right. I think but the painter, and it makes how do you not way. have how do you not have the painter burger though? Get some Go barbecue sauce four, on a burger. Oh, yeah, gonna, well that's it's the gonna, one. it's gonna right, Anish, it's gonna have cheddar cheese. It's gonna that's have it. 
It's gonna have onion rings, bacon, and barbecue sauce. It's gonna be a macaroni trip. and cheese. It's, it's gonna be one of those burgers that has like yes. mac and cheese on it. Yes, it's a Pittsburgh. It's yeah, a Pittsburgh hungry. burger. Well, it's got the coleslaw. It's got the coleslaw and fries on it. It's the Pittsburgh like the, burger. The, the, the handle right. of like um, melted cheddar cheese and just dip it over the burger at the end. That's Dump correct. It on your head as you're eating the burger. Oh. I ordered this a salad. I'm not describing anything that I would not like. No, 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 no. We would all. We've we are on record in only cooking sixty five percent burger. When whenever we get together, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not just yeah, it's 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 a lot of meat and it's a lot of fatty meat. It's mostly fat. It's if mostly we're being fatty honest. meat. The burger starts out pretty normal, and then you have sliders like <laughs> for a couple minutes. <laughs> yeah, so, so I, this is something, uh, Michael. You're hitting on a profundity that you guys hear a lot of things that I will put in our internal thread, and friends of mine have heard things that I've said in person, you guys have heard me say things that I'm like, I don't want to publish that. Right. Right. You, and you really don't want to type it even more. So it can't correct. Be, it can't be searched. <laughs> correct. Yeah. Right? yeah There's no, a lot no, of things you could glean from all these, um, uh, the videos they're in there. If you're willing to dig through them, but they're harder to find. Let's right? just hope the Russians don't hack our, our group chat and publish. Right. It is really what I'm trying right. to say. Right. <laughs> we'll just see how secure signal is. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, let's just walk through the door, guys. So that's why that's it's why right here. Just walk it's just door. it's right Some of those here. Spicier ones on on signal, by the way. That's what the audio feature is for. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. I, just, I still can't. You guys say you can double time. I can't double time. No. You got to upgrade your apps, my guy. No, it's the brand so. new version. I've got an Apple. Yeah, I'm like holds up like an mini. iPhone six. Like, no, it's a mini. It's a mini thirteen. It's a, it's a real thing. It's a cute little guy. So, somebody I got little baby <laughs> hands. Somebody asked um, a while back, and we should answer this because Purdue fans well known for looking ahead. Um, should they win Friday? Let's put. Let's phrase it that way. Should they win Friday? Who would you rather face? Now, you I have it. to say. I, I think without a doubt, I don't want a hot UNC team that's figured it out. If I can choose, I guess I'm going to choose UCLA, who Michael yeah. told me to be in the tournament, was not very good, and he did not believe in, and is now one win from the Elite Eight. Yeah, I, I, I understand like where they are, but like, and I haven't seen all of their games, but I've seen like four, five, six of their games, and like they've never struck me as like a. Dumb. I agree. They, they were good last year. They were in the they turned, last year. They, they flipped the switch, man. I and even yeah, last year, yeah. I think last year I think in they were January, playing with. They flipped the switch. Last year, I think they were playing with desperation. This year, I really think they were like, okay, we know we're good. Like, let's just take half the season off and then let's flip the switch. And they did it, which is wild. Um, they've got, they've got a ton of length. They don't have i think they've got um kind of one big guy i think like johnson is his name um he's fine he's not like tremendous but he's fine um they don't quite have the size armando baycott on unc like he's if he's so much better he's if, playing like he should have been playing in november december if he if he's got it figured out like again i guess pretty you got you've got two bigs which is twice the amount of fouls is what they tell me um like that's that's just a little difficult but i i don't think i mind either of them 
I don't think I mind either matchup. I think I'd be okay with oh, either of them. I, I'm, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a little. So that's the problem. Like you can put uh, Ethan becoming good now, like becoming a like the lockdown defender that you can trust now. And he's kind of trial by fire was Marcus Carr and he passed with flying colors, right? He had like the year to figure it out. He really did. Marcus Carr was the test and he passed. He's the guy now. So you can put him on Juzang and you hope Trey or you hope uh, Eric Hunter can stick with Tiger Campbell. Right. And that's the play like that. And then you just kind of hope mashups and produce bigs and Edie and Jaden and and Ivy. Um, That's not a good matchup for Morton, though, to be honest, because Juzang is, is, I think, an inch or two taller than Ethan Morton. He's six. six. How tall is Morton? I think he's about the same size. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, what really was helpful with Morton and Carr was that he had height and length on him. Mm -hmm. So he could. And a clear weakness. Left. Exactly. The clear weakness, and, right? And Juzang loves going left. He can also go right. He's got a great mid-range game. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a really he's a good basketball good. player. I have a question. I'm not I'm not afraid of like Tiger at all. Like I think he's I he's a good he's point guard, right? He's you a say, good you say throw a little Isaiah Thompson on him, it's fine, is what you're saying. <laughs> Purdue fans hating on Isaiah. I don't. I don't totally. I'm not He'll be fine. Nobody hating on him. Come on, bro. No, a lot of. Oh, no, no, no. A lot of. Oh, yeah, no, he he's playing. a role player. He, no, a lot of people are like, why does he play at all? Because yeah. people are Hunter stupid. Can't play I don't know minutes. if you know this. When you have 17,000 followers, there's going to be some duds in the whole bunch. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> um, you're talking about. Um, oh, shit, what I'm was trying to name? get everybody unfollowed. Who's the celebrity who follows everybody who followed us? Like. Um, Oh shoot! There's a guy who followed us years ago, and he follow his like he follows like hundred thousand people, oh, really? and it's um, a big gosh. Purdue fan clearly. Oh, fine. We have oh, an oh, actor. We have an actor who's a Purdue grad who follows us. It's awesome, actually. I love. There that you guy. go. I can't remember. Well, I was he's a Chicago a native. He's an actor. He lives in Hollywood. He was talking about he's excited to watch Purdue in Hollywood. He's gonna be the only person rooting for Purdue on the West Coast. Hey, listen, we oh, got a couple sure. West Coasters. Well, I was going to ask a question about He's maybe we're going to wrap soon because we're in, we're in an hour. But let's go. What? I had a thought on this. Time this last flies. Two games, the it's defense so has played so much better. Oh, but is so does a better defensive effort beget 20 zero runs and 13 missed shots in a row? Or does Good Yale question. and Texas both going cold for huge stretches make Purdue's defense look better? Or can it just be both? Maybe it's I don't. Both. I think it's I both. Don't. I think it's, I don't think you like stumble backwards into a 20 and over run. I, I mean, Purdue and they, they just, did. they Purdue just play look great better run. though. They just, they, they, respect. so, but the other part of this is like the defense doesn't look as chaotic. Now, yes. Trevion would do the Agreed. thing where he allows a, like a backdoor lob and that'll just kind of like my blood pressure will go through the roof every now and then. There's nothing we can do about it is what it is at this point, <laughs> but kind of the 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 worst part about this Purdue defense was that they weren't on the same string that they usually were you know like everybody knows the the rules where if you are on the weak side you're kind of measuring halfway between the paint and the, or yeah. your man the ball and the paint you're kind of drawing a line between that right mm-hmm. like yeah. everybody has like those every like we know painter we know how methodical he is everybody on the court has a rule that they can just follow. It's very simple, and they didn't do it. The difference in the Texas game is that they followed it, right? Again, they allowed those lobs. It is what it is. But everybody was on their line. 
and nobody was kind of overplaying it. Nobody was, um, you know, going for the home run uh, steal, right? Jaden was active. It was probably because he wasn't getting it on the offensive uh, side of the ball in the first half, right? Is that that's what he actually kind of responded by playing a little more active on defense, which is great. I mean, that's the pro, right? Like that's where you see a guy like Jaden, who's a coach's son who, I mean, like it's, it's kind of like, he's the perfect package, right? I mean, like he's, he's got the mentality of a coach's son. He's got the athleticism of John Morant. Um, and he's got the killer instinct to take that long three that pretty much killed every Purdue fan. That three guys, like, like the, everything that led to it, it's like it's that's a guy who not the afraid. Negative, the negative, not afraid at all. And more than not afraid, he wants all of it. Put it on my shoulders, and that's the yeah. thing we've talked about for years. That's the thing that moves you on in a tournament. A guy that's willing to just say, "Okay, just throw it on. I'm going to carry you." Zero I'm okay. hesitation. I'm okay with this, right? But but the bigger thing. So I wish I could I can completely agree with that. It was a beautiful sentiment, Anish. Okay. But my whole thing, you're welcome. The, but the bigger thing that I think that that really gets um Ivy his blood pumping is the bright lights in the big stage. Mm-hmm. Like he knows this is the biggest stage he's gonna have at Purdue. He knows there's a bigger stage coming, but he knows that this is the thing that makes him a legend. I really believe that. Well, his calm. I think I said it to you, like his calm different press conference, though, he said they asked about, you know, just uh, something about, you know, staying calm and not letting emotion. And he said that the Texas players were being physical and they were talking. They were chirping, he said, yes. constantly. Yep. And he never unlike. So I'll compare him. He to was Carson. pissed. Carson, well, realize that he was mad. Right. Yeah. But that was but he never changed his. Demeanor. Right. He looked right. exactly. Carson used to know when he was irritated <laughs> exactly. with somebody. You could, you he could would point at the Carson scoreboard. Yeah, he would dunk in your face. Right. He had a lot of fun with that stuff because he could back it up. And he Ivy would up. do that. He, by the way, he did dunk in their face. That he dunk, wanted, that he wanted him. He wanted them to feel it in their freaking balls. Right. He took that hard dribble, and he was like, and just, "Oh, right." Uh, that was he his first. Back. Back. He almost did it again. I would take a we I whenever whenever uh, the good Lord deems it that I die I would take a week off of it just to dunk like that once in my life Oh yeah of course Sorry. just a week I got bad news for you Anish. I'm good just once that's a deal I will I'm willing to make the deal I'm willing to make that deal Wow one week oh we yeah I'll take it you'll just take one a, a week off when you can't remember anything yeah and so you can dunk like that right now. I no so if you're way, if you're talking about you. listen, I'm Nisha that's Harris my first o- what is that? That is beautiful. Th- that's that my that first character? offer. I'm willing to I'm willing to negotiate. So God, now we can start. <laughs> we can we're in a we're in a you know we're an offer, bro. Conversation offer. on the defensive front. I, I don't know if they attract this as an official statistic, but I do think it's important. The number of times that I've seen Mason Gills shove a teammate into the right position on defense <laughs> has decreased over the course of the season. So that to me, that's a sign that the defense is getting better. Exactly. It's not Listen, like when I'm coaching. It has not happened later. just one time. It, it, I've like, noticed it. You go over here. It's like when I'm coaching. Yeah, here. You need hey, to dummy. be here. Yeah, that's talk about a coach. I'm trying the floor. to be as nice as I, I can know. here. It's so good. Ah, oh, this is a good team. This is fun. Is. They are legit. They are legitimately ten deep. That's crazy. That's wild. You I can play any of ten. Podcast. Horns down. I've been wanting to do this for a while. 
F you and your sensitive horns down. Exactly. Shit. You guys act like, I mean, like, listen, my grandfather's from Texas. He's, he's passed away. But he, man, he had all the moxie of a Texas person. And it like, like absolutely talked about Texas being better than other states. And that's what I think about when I think of Texas. I think of my grandpa being a badass. Okay. So when these little lilies talk about they can't handle this, get out of here, dude. Now you're going to have me poking you in the eye every chance I get. So guess what? You earn this, bitches. Here's the, here's the problem is that I do think that Chris Beard is going to get it. Oh, he's a oh, push, Chris Beard he's in a, Texas is going to be a problem. Enjoy yeah. it. It's going a problem. Final four. It's an issue. Being a sports fan is all about like embracing the moment. And if you yes. ever have a chance, <laughs> yes. you don't like you do not worry about tomorrow. You you talk your shit as much as you can. I want tonight. him on the other side of the bracket forever. forever. Yeah. Right. So let me ask you guys a question. I mentioned this and I and it came up like in my in my brain and my subconscious. I started saying they're gonna play. Chris Beard in Texas multiple times in the next two years, in oh, 10 probably. years, 10 years. How many times do you think Purdue will play Chris Beard's Texas team in the next 10 years? I so don't, I will go, good vibes only. I will go on. <laughs> <laughs> he just beat him. Shut up, Dowd. I, I will go on. The, like, I think this is Beard's job. Like, unless Beard goes to the NBA, I think this is his career job. Like, I think yeah, this is the job that he's always Texas wanted. graduate. This is yeah. school. And like he's not, I you can put the blue bloods on the uh, table, but like Kentucky, Kansas, Duke, UNC, I think he sticks at Texas, oh, and yeah. I think it's a better fit for him. And so over the next, I and Painter, Painter's going to be here, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's going to happen. I think they did a they did a thing. I forget which of the eight million studio shows with fourteen people on the, each desk, but they were talking at, a, so at bef- before one of the games. It was like before one of the Purdue games. It was like that part of the day where Purdue was coming up soon. And they did this little, maybe it was impromptu. They're like, who do you think the best kind of like, like, you know what it was? It was in relation to Shefki retiring and playing Izzo, who's getting older. And it was like, who do you think? That's what it was. It was who carries the mantle, whatever. But who carries like the K? Who's the next great? Name some next great coaches. And they're rattling off all sorts of names. Never mentioned Matthew Painter, who's got what? Four wait, wait, wait. Who are the, who is that panel? Was it like Charles Barkley and a bunch of no, clowns? No, Half-baked, it was more of the college uh, guy. Chapman? It was like Seth Davis and oh, who Seth Davis. No, you know, Seth I Davis just think Seth. I just don't think you can pay attention to any of that. I'm just saying, it's right there in front of you. A guy who's 51 years old and has 400 wins already. Right. But how? But, how? But Jay, but Jay, don't you agree with this? Because I think I think you do. And Anisha and I have talked about this a lot. That the real college basketball media, the people that this is what they do for a living, not the people Good that do it as a hobby that. at the end of the season. Yeah. They want so bad for Painter to take oh, yeah. a seat at that oh, table. Yeah. Oh, these yeah. these dumbasses that are that we see this time of year, it's a shame, right? The product is so good, and the product is so crap. Bob Huggins, Bob Huggins is hilarious. Who's a friend of Matt Painter's. We all know right. that, right? right. The Thank secret you. little right. friendship with all the scrimmages. And then they go before that game, and they're like, who? and he picks Texas. Like, you know what, Bob? Eat it. Exactly. Eat Suck it. on all of it, Bob. By the way. The, the perhaps the least charismatic person on camera. Oh, it's did Michael? Did Michael? Were you the one who said, "Is he there against his will?" And yeah, <laughs> like, is he there under duress? There's a gun there, in his back. You know what I noticed? Here's an observation. He's like a PA Michael. just right behind him. Like, answer the answer with the gun. question. It, it, but, but no, no. If if he's on again, here's what I noticed that makes it so bad. 
unlike TV people who understand that when you get asked a question, you answer it in like 10 or 12 seconds, he talks for like three minutes. They're like, what do you think of this game? And he just meanderingly goes on. And sometimes they'll pan out to the wide shot and everybody at the desk is just like looking at him because they don't know when he's going to stop. Because Candace Parker is like my knowledge of basketball is greater than the rest of these fools combined. Right, oh, right. well, I love She's Candace good. Parker. Because yeah, Rex is on the – Rex Chapman, the yeah. guy – first of all, Rex Chapman, who is now – most of his Twitter followers probably have no clue that he was a basketball right, he player. He played basketball. <laughs> oh, Rex. He, who do you, oh, he said Rex. somebody was dead, and he got so obliterated. One of his colleagues at CBS. Nick Dillon is like, Gillen. this is he when he comes out of from underneath his, his rock is the NCAA tournament time. He's like, rest in peace, Pete Gillen. Rest in peace. What? <laughs> you know, my favorite combination, though, is still like um, Chuck and Kenny and Clark Kellogg. Clark Kellogg, who's a college basketball guy. Who, well, you know, well, I said to you guys, I said, and they put him right next to those two, and then the camera always stands, stays panned out, so you can see him react. Watch the reaction. He doesn't know and what to do. I love it. No. It's amazing because he's so like, good. It's the best thing about that panel. It is. It, that oh. panel is pure entertainment. Here, here's another thing that is the, the way, keeping up with Kardashians of college basketball. In our group chat, we've also talked Super. about how. Sure, we all, all of us, I think, liked Grant Hill. Good player, nice guy, by all oh accounts. Oh my god! But he's aggressively boring. Doesn't yeah. even so say much. He's a color commentator you, that adds nothing. Do you? He's like you a ham and cheese sandwich he, without the cheese. Do you realize he pushed out Clark Kellogg? They they put Kellogg in the studio. Yeah. For in favor of Grant Hill, it used to be Nance and Kellogg for all the big games in the tournament. Kellogg's Kellogg fun, was man. decent. Kellogg's fun. Yeah, yeah. Kellogg's fun. a decent. But how? Here's a here's a here's a wild theory. Why don't we stick with the the play-by-play and color crews that have been announcing college basketball the whole year and that have been sticking with this? Why not? Why, if we don't pull NBA crews? Radio does that. And Westwood One has Benetti and Hummel calling tournament games together. And it's fantastic. Benetti did a bullseye. Talk about about a guy that's ready to take his seat at the table. Hummel, Hummel is in an elite group right elite. now. Oh, yeah. Like to me, it looks Man, like he's so close to he's being so like, good. He's Even so Ray good. Davis are both very good. Davis but has I, been a good color. A little bit yeah, on Davis, this now. studio. I, I need to I need to push back on the on the studio analyst or announcer, whatever, because I enjoy complaining about the crappy announcers way oh, more. Oh, so you than like I them being bad? Good announcers, right? You know what I mean? Like, it's just entertainment for you. To compare Grant Hill to a ham and cheese sandwich without the cheese than it is for them to have like a Some really confident. good Benetti yeah, like, or Hummel. Like, yeah. I mean, I, so, I'm be hey, so Painter's got 384 or 385 Big Ten wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, Izzo, I don't know when he's going to finish, but Izzo is currently at like what, 670? Just passed, right? He, he just became just the winningest Big Ten. And uh, he's got 27 years. Painters at 17. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is. Is there a shot? I mean, like it oh, depends. Yeah. I suppose on how Izzo, how much, how much longer Izzo coaches. But like, it's gonna be like two Izzo, more wins. It'll be another 10 years because Painter's not gonna. Like it'll be Izzo, um, Bob Knight, Gene Cady, and uh, Matt Painter at the top of the Big Ten, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, like that's that's wild. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Painter will be what third or fourth when it's all kind of 
when it I know comes when he goes. Ball. I mean, I, I can't yeah. see him being a 68-year-old coach, but maybe. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, 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 mean, I can see him being a 68-year-old coach, but you you think he'll he'll hang it up a little bit before that? Because he started so early. He started so young. Right, right. He I seems to me like I, I talk about this. There's some really good things in Purdue's athletic department right now. Let's yes. let's give credit where credit's due. We've done it a couple times. Let's do it again and say Mike Babinski is doing exactly what he plans to do. Purdue is really finding excellence across the board in all different sports, right? But one thing you see with Brom and Painter both specifically right now is like a sense of calm and confidence that that guy's not going to screw them. That he yeah. wants to get what's best for everybody involved. And I think that's – I haven't heard Painter – ever talk about money like ever get like edging towards like oh we've got some you know like there, you don't you don't hear from what's uh what's uh buddy what's his name the painter's agent yeah you oh. don't yeah yeah painter has it's clear that he has the resources that he needs right. and he's getting what he wants world. which is awesome he should be he doesn't want to go anywhere he nope. loves it there. He loves what he's doing i think he also has like a really solid network so when yeah Positions become available on his staff. His, his hires have been really good. Like, and you know, so the, I, I honestly well, people think come to him now. That's the difference is, is he's in the position now where he's creating a tree because guys are like, yeah, I'd like to come on Matt Painter's bench so I can get the next finishing school. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, like what, uh, what Shrewsbury did. Right. I, I yep. need to, I need to like give a shout out to Shrewsbury for a second because after they lost to Purdue in the Big Ten tournament, they asked him what he was going to do or he was going to watch tape or whatever. And the dude said he was going to put on footy pajamas and crack open a, do a Dr. Pepper. And I did. It's so good. Footy, the pajamas with the feet is what he said. Footy <laughs> pajamas would have to be. He's a big dude. He's a big dude. Mike is a big guy. Uh, that's, that's he learned that. That's, that's, that's painter humor. That's that is absolutely painter humor because yeah. it's like take your job seriously, but don't take yourself seriously. That's like yeah, the epitome that's a good of this it. thing, right? And right. Um, I hope question, Mike is good there. Gosh, I'm so I'm so I, hopeful that he's good. Yeah. Like, I and I hate Penn be. State, but I'm so I think he's good. Be. What 18 games a season? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a tough place to win a lot of games. It's really hard. You don't need to win a lot. Let's be honest. Make the tournament a few times, and you will be there as long as you want. I think. It's the Chris Collins role. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, top four, top five finish in the Big Ten once, and people will be like, oh, oh. I mean, look what Rutgers is doing. Don't tell me it can't be done. Look at Rutgers. Yeah, I often look at Michael's Rutgers. Awesome. And... Michael's awesome. He's the, yeah, but they're he's top, literally... they were an absolute doormat. They were worse than Penn State yeah. basketball yep. by a yep. lot. And they are. They beat good. They beat literally every good team in the Big Ten this year. It's tough to, it, in all seriousness, it's interesting thing for them. They've got to replace two program-defining talents, though. Yes, they're going to take so a step. But thank it. God we're not going to see Geo, Geo Baker, Baker again. Because we're not our junior again. Goodness <laughs> gracious. I mean, as no. much as I just have the utmost respect for both of their games, because yeah. they are both ballers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do not ever want to see Terrifying. them lined up against my team ever again. It's whatever the opposite of how I feel about Jordan Bohannon. And you know that whatever the opposite, that's Geo Baker and Ron Harper. They're great. You'd be happy to see Bohannon again. Great, over and over. I'm sick of it. I don't want to see his stupid. I don't ever face. want to see it's the other. That's it's like, the like other. completely different reasons. Yes, exactly, right. like, exactly. Like, Davison, same yeah. thing. Shout Wrap out your to head you. around this, guys. I, and I talked to LBD about this. Wrap your head around this. A week from now, seven days from now, 
we will either be in the normal world that we exist and we've known to exist our whole adult and for me my entire life where purdue goes on and they they lose a tournament game and you're like good season that was fun maybe next year or or that's be, it or, just just that's it or or i'm going to be trying to figure out do i go down to new orleans and just hang out with everybody or nut up and actually spend way too much money to get into the we we game. we've got plenty of time to figure that out yeah but think no about that that's 7 days guys and if you're old like me you're like 7 days is nothing right yeah. This is fun. Like, and I really feel like we're on the precipice of something. Maybe even if it's not this year, I've been talking about this since yeah. 28, 2019. 2019 in the concourse. You said after the most go. heartbreaking. I now believe loss. they're going to go. And I've given you credit for this because you've been yeah. looking optimistically for you, especially that, that even if they lose, you're saying, I still think, cause I said to you guys on the last yeah. one, I think, does Purdue get to a Final Four, regardless of this year? Do they get to the Final Four in the next, what did I say, three years or four yeah. years or something? And you guys were like, absolutely, all of you. Yeah. So yeah. you're past me there. Like, I, I, I Justin dies. That night. Is stressing me out. Yeah. Can't do money pay for everyone to go? All right, John. I don't know if you were the one okay, earlier enough. with courtside jokes, he's but got, he's got kids that need to go to college. Yeah. Listen, the Butler death Great. fights that he hosts every Friday don't pay for themselves. You know I'll wind up fi financing something if there's a Final Four in the offing, so you can all shut your holes. <laughs> you know there will be something put together for you, idiots. That's if, right. If, if you guys who are in the margins make it to New Orleans, and Purdue also oh, makes here, it to he's New gonna Orleans. Offer my, he's going to offer something up for me. Jay will. <laughs> a flock of helicopters. The most selfless thing a man can do is offer someone else's resources and goods. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, this is, I'm stressed. I can tell you that there was <laughs> no more, there was no more stressful day than when it was, than when it, when I felt like I did a whole day's worth of things and it was noon on Sunday and Purdue didn't play until you had nine, nine yeah. hours to kill still. <laughs> it's yeah. like, what? I just yeah. had a day. Why? It wasn't, it was because it was Texas. It was because uh, it was yeah. beard. Yeah. It was because of that more than and they're great. Me. They are they were a very good team. They yeah. didn't kind of gel and win as much as they probably could have. Obviously, right. they were top right. five in the preseason, yeah. but yep. they were to be feared. Were and I was five? just like, oh in the preseason, they were Texas number five. Top five. Number, ten. No, I think they were number hmm. five really? in the preseason. I don't think poll. he's wrong, guys. I don't think he's wrong. And well, so which is, and do you realize like, they said they hadn't won a tournament game in like six years? Yeah. So did Shaka never win a tournament game there? Shaka's is anybody, is anybody smarter and better at selling something than Shaka Smart? I remember bringing that up five or six years ago, and I got uh, pilloried for it. Right. I, I, have, I still have Shaka stock, and I am waiting. <laughs> I'm uh, waiting. You're going to be waiting a long time. Mm -hmm. It's not. It's already seen its high point. Has anybody ever laid a run into more of a career than Shaka Smart? I don't know. Right. One, one run. One no, wait, hold on. Isn't USC's coach the former Florida Gulf coach? Yes. Gulf, yes. Gulf Coast guy. Is it Inslee, Inzel, Inzel? Uh, Andy, uh, Andy, yeah. Oh, yeah. and I think yeah. I shared with you guys, he was, Dunk USC City. was was posting about not getting the respect that UCLA gets. Dude, he just got an extension, just like Well, they went to an Elite Eight a couple years ago, and Enfield. they gave out rings to the team and hung a banner for an Elite mm -hmm. Eight. And 
really? rightly were. Yes. Did Tom tell him that was a good idea. Oh, it's so great. And then there was an article in the LA Times at the start of the tournament about how them bitching literally on the record that UCLA does anything and they get respect. Where's our respect? UCLA went to the, the final, final four last year. Four. Exactly. Yeah. It's a big deal. UCLA an elite eight. Yeah, they've had some actually some coming from some people. We know the time. elite eight, and we also know the final four is a way big different, you know, story. Slight, Getting to that third weekend is a big deal. It's a big deal. I don't think it was uh, in 2019. I think that the, the Purdue played a great game, and then it just there was no more basketball. Right. That was it. That's and they idea. even they even canceled it the next year after that. They canceled. There wasn't any more. Yeah. Why even it. have it if Purdue can't go? Well, oh, that's what God. that's generally what the committee says. What are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, well, well, uh, I'm stressed, but it's okay. It'll be let good. Me ask, let me ask you guys one final question. Okay. And, I, and I'm going to prompt it. This should be, it should be relatively quick. Friend of mine. So I, I teach a college course. I'm an, uh, a guest instructor, much like Michael. Uh, is that true? Are you in the same role? No, okay. he's in real, real. He's real world. Oh yes. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to be that. I'm not going to. No, you've still got the guest pass. He solves the math problems at night. Oh, wait, that's a plot to a movie. Come on. Yeah. Uh, I'm, not doing any, I'm not doing any math. Okay. But one of the guys who I teach with, he said, I, I, I texted Dowd about five minutes into the Texas-Purdue game. And they know that I have a problem. The students do. And he sounded like he was already pissed off and not enjoying himself. And I said, that's true. And he said, you don't even join the games? I said, oh, no, I don't enjoy these games at all. So do you guys – serious question. Do you enjoy these games during, during it? You mean like literally? During, during, yeah. yeah, I don't enjoy the game. Like, thank like you. Not, like, there are stretches that I enjoy. Sure. I very much enjoyed that Jaden Ivey dunk. That yes, was, that's a lot of I fun. A I agree. But like, yeah. As soon as the game is over, like I'm feeling really good. But yeah. like in the, in I the really, game, I'm I really like, can't. I can't be around people. Nope. Like oh, I, I can oh, be around my wife you, because at this point, at this point, we thank have you. been to all of the games. To, like we went yes. to college together. We That's went. To, she, she knows. She, she has to put up with you like legally. Right. Anyway, exactly. Yeah, I watch in the basement. The rest of the family is upstairs. Yeah. I go out. It, and, so okay. the three of us, the three like me and my two. That is what we're saying. No. Me and my two roommates are like you know, from college. We're like the kind of you know the biggest diehards. We went to every single game. We got it exactly. <laughs> Wrigley would not dare go to these games. Uh, he, dang, I was... So the three the three of us took very three very different tacts uh, to watching Purdue games. One of the one of us was a yeller. All he did was scream at the screen, and he was like very demonstrative. He's just exactly he was trying to coach through the screen. Mm-hmm. Me. I sit in the corner and I sink into You're the like couch. this, aren't you? Yes, correct, yeah. correct. With my head, with my hoodie over. Yeah, I'm not a yellow. I'm, I literally like cross my arms. I'm usually too yeah. nervous to even have a beer. Like I really can't. Like I'm just watching the game and not saying a word. And then the other one isn't even watching the game. He's on his phone, but knows exactly what's going right. on. Yeah. He can't even look at the game. Yeah. Right, yeah. I'm, so it's like so here's what I am. I've come to okay. So as I get older, it used to be yeller. I was just always yelling. Okay. Yes. Now I've gotten to the point where I'm quiet for long periods and then just the worst curse There's word. An eruption. That, Correct. That, 
That's and I don't want, I, I don't want it to happen. My it's awful. Yeah, LVD is right here to my left. I feel bad about it. His friend Jared, who's been live with us multiple times, he was also live. His dad and I are old buddies, and I just blurt out an f bomb for no reason. And I'm Correct. like, why? That's why me now. That That's time? me now. Yeah, yes. that, I was doing that during the game. I'm the worst version with... of me, is what I'm saying. I'm horrible. the worst version. Well, Correct. there's no more Purdue fan kind of because you all relate to this. Yeah. Purdue goes on a 20 to nothing run. Right. And I felt like. But they're only up 14, which pissed me off. I was almost, it was almost a bad thing. I was like, yes. No. Early leads are fake. All my early leads are fake. How many teams have had a 20 to nothing run and lost? Can't be that many. Can't be that many. But that's a first thought in my head when that happens. And then, oh, it's a six. You know what I thought? Run. I was like, why aren't they up by 25? Why aren't they yes. up by 30? Yes. Every, all gosh. early leads in now that the three pointer has become so well shot by everybody, all early leads at every level of basketball are fake. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So by just keep pushing. Three quarters of the game might still be counted as early. Well, that's Purdue early. That's the curve. Oh, North Carolina. Early, early in that was wild. Five point lead in 10 minutes. That was wild. But yes, that was, I am that now game the, was so dumb. That was the game made me angry. I don't care about either of those teams. I was mad watching North Carolina. The refs. Oh, there was, I was so like, many, what are they doing to these guys? There were so many drunken games. That's what yes. I think I yeah. said to you guys. I not only didn't want Purdue to lose because I obviously don't want Purdue to lose, but yeah. it would it would sap my interest in the entire tournament. Yeah. And it oh, has yeah. been so good. It's there have fun. been so yeah. many insane second halves. It's been so good. It's been it's been one of the better ones. And I know that gets said a lot. But there have been so few like dud games or teams advancing that you just can't stand. Yeah. Like, and the ones that you don't like still sort of earned it. Like, Duke kind of earned it against Michigan State. Like, although, man, I can't wait for him to lose. I cannot wait. Here's the thing yeah. like, yeah. this tournament has, here's the thing this tournament, the end of Duke season, has done that. for me. I believe in Paolo Bencaro. Like, that dude is good. He, he is so good. I saw a thing that was like Pablo Ranchero. Yes. That's Juan Pablo Montoya. Yeah, I'm like that's that's he's got to be Ranchero. Uh, there's no other name that I can exactly. So. What, Michael? He's, he's all right, guys. So are good. we meeting next week as we prepare for the final four? Is that what we're yeah, going to do? Correct. Yeah. What the what? The who oh, stress. You don't help the stress. We're taking we're taking it one game at a time. Uh, I keep saying this to people on Twitter and nobody's seeing my vibe and that it doesn't matter what B Dowd thinks. There's a guy, Ken earlier said, I'm too pessimistic and that's why Purdue doesn't win. Well, screw you, Ken. Number one, it doesn't matter what I think. If you haven't figured this out, my optimism, my pessimism, my outlook, my random blaring of curse words for no good reason during the game don't affect anything. I've learned a long time ago. Jay has seen me on a wide spectrum more than anybody else. Jay knew me as a 19-year-old. Jay knows me now as a 46-year-old, and he knows there's been a difference. I've tried to handle this every way, and it has ended the same way every time, which is me crumbled up and sad. (laughs) Yeah, but now we got Jade Navi. Now I got Jade Navi. Now we got Jade Navi. Anybody? Hey, thanks to our sponsors, Martin Bench. Oh yeah, Gridiron Metalworks and AJ's. These guys are great. Seriously, uh, they they put up with us all year. Somehow, uh, they still sponsor the show. It, they sponsor. It's really the amazing that they want to respond. I don't know why they would do it, but they do. I don't know why. So go see them when you go to the spring game this year. Go to AJ's, and then like before you go to AJ's, order your T-shirt, order some grill grates if the website's up and running. <laughs> <laughs> 
friends at Gridiron Iron Metalworks. Get her boiled at checkout wherever you can. And even at AJ's, just yell out boiled when you correct. Just yell. Be a yeller. Boiled. Boiled. Correct. They'll probably bring eggs in a confused way, but that's exactly. That's why. For you here is this you. Uh, Gentlemen, well, I, I think we actually, and I and I will go up back and watch the tape. I will listen to the tape. I think this may be the best four-man we've ever done. I have a massive problem with the four-man forum. I think this was pretty good. We didn't step on each other too bad. And Michael joining generally is what you mean? That's what you Incredible. have a problem with? Incredible. Yeah. yeah, I generally have a problem with Michael, yes. That's you nice. should see every day. You know how, like, John Rothstein does, like, the get up and grind tweets? Yes. Like, every morning. Some Dallas robotic me, weird tweet, yes. It, uh, eat shit and die, like, every day. <laughs> Dad. And it's the, the minute stamps are different, so you know it's not so you know it's not an auto. It's like seven oh one, six fifty nine, Correct. seven yeah. o'clock every morning. I know he has this. He's such a things. robot. That guy yeah. is such a robot. He's I love real. it. I mean, he's I'm not real. Him. He's not real. He's Did AI. You give a message to Coach Knight. Yeah, he's not real. Oh, I, I had so much fun hammering him about that with Digger Phelps. Why didn't he ask? Why didn't he ask Mike Bray? What is if he had a message for Digger Phelps? That's the major off. But yeah, birds and John Rothstein birds aren't real. And John Rothstein <laughs> <not> real. <laughs> uh, I don't think that anything has uh, sent a chill down my spine more than Boiler Dowd about 10 minutes ago saying a week from now will either be the exact same board. place yeah. or in a very different place. Like, I think my jaw hurts. <laughs> yep. Yep. Stress. Only three more Stress. days. I've got like a metallic taste in my mouth now, and I can't move my <laughs> left arm. Oh, buddy. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? Nothing, anyway, buddy. we will Nothing. see you. We will see you uh, maybe in Philadelphia. We'll see. All right. I love you guys. Good night. <laughs>